Hi, and welcome to the Raw, Real, and Rebellicious podcast. My name is Michelle Rebel Coops, and as a personal branding coach, I guide and mentor high-achieving professionals and entrepreneurs to liberate themselves from the invisible shackles that keep them from expressing themselves authentically and unapologetically in work, life, and even love. I believe we can all become our own powerhouse and become true leaders of our lives. So let's explore how you can become who you're meant to be, a free, radiant, joyful, and juicy creature of love who takes charge like a true leader does. Hello, lovely people, and welcome to another episode. I am actually going to free flow today because I felt so inspired by something that I've been hearing in the last few weeks that I simply could not do anything but share it with you. <laughs> so, um, as you maybe know, if you've been following me, following me for a while, for me, one of the paths or one of the, actually, it is the way I live life. It is on a tantric path. So tantra is my language. It is, for me, the spiritual path that embodies, that basically entails everything that I do. And I in, integrate tantra in every part of my life or as much as I can, at least. Now, tantra has a big bit of a, a bad name, so to speak, because people think that it's merely about, you know, that thing that you do in the bedroom. Tantra is about sex in many people's perspective. And the truth is that it's not. Now, who am I to talk about this? I will say that I'm not a tantric teacher. I do not have 20 plus years of experience studying tantra and the ancient um, practices around it. But what I do know is that I integrate it in every part of my life and that for me it is such a normal thing, such a, such a normal language that I do feel that at least giving you my perspective on it and my experience with it is the least that I can do. Why? Because I feel that a lot of people forget to really, really enjoy the pleasures of life. And for me, living a tantric life means that I really treat every bit of life here on this planet as something sacred. And that I fully enjoy what is present here and right now. So instead of thinking that Tantra is about the way that you fuck your partner, it is actually about fucking life. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was actually um, a particip participant in a workshop. And um, this Tantric teacher, she's an internationally, uh, internationally renowned Tantric teacher, oh, absolutely love her and her work and what she and her partner do. Um, and she told us, the group, that it really is about making love to life. Well, that is a very kind way of saying it. I was just saying fucking life. But that's what it is. It is about every aspect, every practice that we come across in our lives, whether it's the way we prepare our foods. You know, if, if we do that with such attention and such reverence for the fact that this is yummy nutritious food that is going to nourish us that is going to give 
our temple, which is our body, our body is our temple, which is going to give it the energy that it needs to navigate life. I mean, that's what nutrition does. That's what food does. I mean, it helps us to sustain our life, to keep us alive. But not just that, it is also, you know, just the taste, the texture, all the different flavors of food and how it can bring us pleasure. The, when we really enjoy that with such presence, that, that reverence for that, that sacredness and knowing that this is what life is, these very simple down-to-earth things like eating chocolate or just, you know, having lunch, that is what it's about. Now, why is it a spiritual practice? Well, and why would I choose Tantra? Well, um, having that pleasure in life, that is something that I've always embodied in my entire life. I'm someone who really, really enjoys. But you know, as you grow older, you kind of get curious about, you know, what is it really all about? Is it is there more than just this three-dimensional reality that we're in? And like many people who go on a on a journey through themselves, um, I also went on a spiritual journey, and that started years and years and years ago. And I, you know, sometimes I was distracted from it, and then I focused on it consciously. But I've always had some kind of interest in, you know, finding out whether there was something more than just the 3D experience here. And yet, most spiritual practices, I found that they focused very much on expanding um, our consciousness and transcending by meditating a lot, for example, and about basically, hmm, it was about a lot about, you know, rising up and you know, um, connecting with a higher consciousness, which is amazing. And that kind of experience is very much part of, of Tantra as well. It's about, you know, feeling that we're all one and that feeling that we're one with consciousness. But I found that the practices were sometimes a little bit too far off from my reality. And then when I discovered that Tantra was obviously so much more than so much more than just what we do in the bedroom. I learned how it's, how this is about appreciating all the bits and pieces that are in our life at the moment, right here, right now, you know, the, that there is no such thing as becoming enlightened in the future because that almost suggests that there is a goal that we need to, um, that we need to achieve, you know? And that never really resonated with me. Like, oh, so does that mean that right now I'm not there yet? So I'm not good enough. So what am I doing then? Am I wasting time now? Or am I just, do I really have to do all that effort into becoming something? But the reality is, in fact, that enlightenment is right here, right now. Right now, in this moment, while you're listening to my voice and listening to me talk. Enlightenment is right here, right now, and that it's nothing to achieve, and that, in fact, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to do 
more do anything to become enlightened or to be that oh my god so spiritually aware awakened person actually it is an ongoing thing you know and it just happens by being the less that we do the more that we can be in the moment and that kind of presence oh that for me is so juicy to have that presence in the here and now to feel what is alive right now not yesterday not in the future, but what is alive right now. And I'm not saying that this is easy, by the way. Because, you know, ha, I too can get, you know, can reminisce on the memories of yesterday. You know, I too love to immerse myself in those thoughts and to just think back and have like this moment of Enjoying it, like living the moment again, when I think of the amazing weekend I had with a lover, for example. And the, the wonderful words that he spoke to me as he whispered in my ear. And I love, love to go back to those moments. But it is very much about not dwelling on it, not dwelling on the past, but actually, you know, being in the present and knowing that, you know, we are guided. But to do that, to be, to live in these moments and not to worry about the future and what might happen or not happen, that means that instead of doing, we are being. And that requires something that most of us are not really good at and that I have struggled with a lot in the past as well. And I will still admit that this can be <laughs> so challenging. And that is about surrendering simply surrendering to what is and to the flow of life and oh gosh that requires trust that really requires trust I remember that in 2019 so it's not that long ago actually um, I left my husband and uh, or we both decided you know we need to, to end this and after four years of yeah we were together for a little over four years so this was not that long, but it wasn't short either. And in four years, you kind of have a life together. You know, you get um, your lives intertwined. And the safety you find is the safety with each other. And then all of a sudden to, you know, go back to your, on your, on your own path again without that safety that you've, got, you've gotten so used to. For me, that felt like, oh my God, where am I going to live? Um, how are things are, how are things going to go in my life? And, you know, What's going to be my next step? Am I going to manage things financially? What about, you know, time? Am I going to like it in that new place where I'm going to move to? There were a lot of questions. And this is just a very simple example. I mean, I, <laughs> I got out after four years, but there's people who are, you know, stepping into a completely new life after 25, 30 years of being with someone or after having been in a job for many many years and then all of a sudden deciding to you know become an entrepreneur we all get these moments in life where we're challenged where we have to let go of something that was so familiar and then we step into the unknown where we are required to yeah <laughs> surrender and that surrendering is oof can be so edgy in fact, in that surrendering lies our growth because all of a sudden we realize we have no control over what's going to happen because we don't, we don't have the control 
And all that we can do is trust. And by trying not to control things, by actually trusting that everything will be okay, that, that's where the expansion is. Usually that is where we feel oh, that things are edgy. But that expansion that we feel because of it, that growth, you know, of trying, of not trying to control things, but actually allowing things to unfold, that expansion, that's what, oof, that is so juicy. And we can do that by very much living in that moment, by very much looking at what is alive at this moment in time. Instead of just meditating, you know, like meditating and... Um, which is important, don't get me wrong, but sometimes, especially when it comes to spiritual practices, I feel like some people focus too much on, you know, sitting still and um, getting into a completely different dimension, a different world, which is a beautiful tool to actually manifest and experience things already that haven't happened yet. And I really believe in the power of that. But I also believe in the power of now and uh, in the power of actually... Yeah, really enjoying what's here and what's present and tuning into what you need in that moment because, you know, in this moment, all that you can do is surrender to what is what, it, what, what I was just talking about. And to so to do that, to be so present, oh, that allows you to enjoy the moment as it comes. Enjoy also the mess and the shit to understand that everything that is coming your way is part of life and to is is here because it's here and having no judgment around that so not judging that right now your life's a mess even though you didn't expect to be here this is something i hear from clients like but you know what i'm in my 40s and I was supposed to just have a happy family and now I'm divorced. And it feels like I fucking failed. I don't have my life together. I'm alone. I hardly have any friends. And the thing is, you know, I get it. I fully get it. But I also know that the setback that we sometimes get and the change is not even a setback. It's a transition to a new stage in life. That is what life is about. And can you allow that stage what you're, where you're in and that mess and that everything, the disappointment of, you know, life and all the shit, can you allow that to just be there? And can you love that part even though it's not as rosy as you would have imagined it? Can you allow that? Can you love the shit and not let the stories of how you wanted life to be or how you expected life to be and all the plans that you made and all the dreams that you had that maybe they are not happening the way that you expect it? Can you still allow life to unfold and actually make love to it regardless of the disappointment? That for me is such an important part, you know, loving that. It, I'm not saying about, I'm not saying that you need to bypass it, like, and say that things are fine when they're not. That's not what it's about. Life is sometimes sucky, let's be honest. 
but to allow that to just be. And for me, that is such a, oh, I have learned by accepting that, by accepting everything that comes and knowing that the, I don't need to judge it. I don't need to judge um, whether that's right or wrong. That way I was able to love myself so much more. Oh, and isn't that what we want to experience? To experience love, which starts from the inside out with us loving ourselves and realizing that we are love. Realizing that we are love in itself. That we're all connected. That we all come from the same source in the universe. The same energy of love. That we're all one and that even though there is this polarity of good and bad, of disappointments and also happiness and hope, and that all those contrasting emotions and experiences in life, that this, this is all, all part of that thing that we call life. And to, to allow that to be there. For me, this is what tantric living is about. I was just referring to how sometimes we can be disappointed by our expectations and the stories but that, you know, if we take away that we need to go somewhere and if we can just allow anything to unfold and not be attached to a certain outcome too much, then we can actually appreciate what is here, right here, right now. And also <laughs> let it suck sometimes. But letting go of that, of that expectation that allows the present to become magical too because otherwise you're disregarding you're discarding <laughs> disregarding <laughs> what is happening right here because it doesn't live up to your standards because it's not what you expected and what you wanted and what you dreamt of you know and that would be that that then you make it harder on yourself so by making it by understanding that right here right now the life here is something to appreciate and to treasure and to to make love to with everything that it brings oof. then maybe in the midst of disappointment or heartbreak or <laughs> um, or a transition which it is everything is just a transition to something else not better not worse just to something else and by really seeing every moment as it is oh my god you can just Life gets so much juicier. I mean, you can just look outside, even when you're when you're having an off day, look outside and look at the tree that is standing in front of your house and look at the leaves and look at the how the wind just blows through it and all the tiny movements. This was all created from the same source of energy that created us, which is love. And this is exactly why making love, how when we make love, how that is the source, the primary source, connected to the primary source again. It's that creative energy and how we can ah, learn to love life again or yeah, fucking life again through making love to a partner. But yeah, obviously it's so much more than that. Obviously making love to life is about letting every moment penetrate us that's being fucked by life like let, letting every moment every experience every feeling every emotion every 
ah, juiciness, letting it penetrate our bodies and our system and every cell in our body and just feeling how it can nourish us or how it maybe can upset us, how it maybe can unravel us or just make us ah, waver a little bit, but that is all fine, you know, and how on the other, the other way around, how we can also penetrate life. So we are not just penetrated by it, but we also penetrate it. So we also fuck it, you know, and really to step into life with our full presence and to, you know, take that place, take that position. Oh my God, life, <laughs> when you think of it, life is pretty amazing right here, right now. It's pretty amazing. Just, you know, that tea that you're drinking in the morning or that cup of coffee that you drink in the morning. Maybe it's a cappuccino with, you know, a little bit of cinnamon on top. Drink it with such presence and take it in into your body and really appreciate every sip. Maybe you want to even add some qualities to it, you know, when you look at that cup of cappuccino <laughs> and you think of every quality that you want to take into it today, that you want penetrating your whole system. So maybe it is love that you want to experience. Maybe it's confidence. Maybe it's something like relaxation. Anything positive that you want to experience and welcome in your life that morning, that day, put it in your tea or in your coffee and sip it up and let it fill all of your body, your belly first. And let these yummy <laughs> particles just, you know, fill your body so that you will have all taken in all those qualities. That is how we can fuck, be fucked by life while we get out and share our message, while we go do our magic and while we huh, bring our gifts into this world. And that is how we fuck life in return. Well, I think I could talk about this for hours and hours, but I think that by now, these 21 minutes have been enough. So um, I'm going to wish you a wonderful day and hope that this helps. And um, I just wish for all of you to really fuck life to its fullest. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're hungry for more, please check out my Brand Rebel app in the App Store or the Play Store. Just simply type in Be a Brand Rebel and you will find it instantly. It's free and it's fun. For now, have a magical day. Stay raw, stay real, and stay rebellicious.